Hello and welcome back to the Final Whistle podcast. Uh, it's just me and Bobby here today and we're going to be talking about West Ham United because they're doing quite well, sat fifth in the league. Obviously, David Moyes is at the wheel. Bobby, uh, how impressed have you been with their performances this season? I mean, I think everyone's been pretty impressed this season. Obviously, they made some decent signings in the summer. They brought in uh, Vladimir, I think Vladimir Kufal, was that from... Spartak Moscow maybe I'm not totally sure but you know he's brought a little bit of experience into their side in the defense and then you've got obviously the main one uh Thomas Sushek who's been playing really well since they've shored up their midfield you know he's also in right place at the right time he scored like seven goals this season so yeah I think you know everyone's been kind of pleasantly surprised at how well they've been doing yeah I think uh, when the few seasons ago when they had Payet that was their big player that was doing everything for them I think that's Suchek now I think he's kind of had the same impact that yeah. he's not necessarily a big name signing at the time but he's done really well and I think obviously I mean every time I see West Ham on TV I'm pretty sure I see him score the goal that generally sees yeah. him win a game or or even take the lead um, but mm. another really important player for them obviously ex-Forest uh, Mikel Antonio who's mm-hmm. obviously he's had injury problems all the time that he was at, uh, that he's been at West Ham um, what do you make of him? Yeah I think you know he's been uh, he's been in that team for a decent amount of time now hasn't he sort of uh, held his way in there and I think oh, a lot of the West Ham fans really respect him and like him as a player I think didn't he start off like he played right wing back, right mid sort of thing. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, his pace and his strength has sort of gradually pushed him up front. And I think, you know, he does have off games. He's not always the most reliable, but, you know, every now and then he does step up and, you know, he scored that great goal against Man City, the overhead kick, which is really good. I think, yeah, he just probably brings, you know, the presence up front that they need. And, you know, they can rely on him every now and then. Yeah, because... Um... He was at Forest before West Ham because we sold him to them. And I think he was at Reading before us. But definitely when he was at Forest, he was a right mid. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was really good. Was the strength and his pace was just ridiculous. Yeah. And I think that's really given them something that obviously we've seen Traore do really well with Wolves. And he could kind mm-hmm. of be used as their version of Traore because of the strength he's got is ridiculous and he's also really talented so I think he's a great player for them uh, mm-hmm. if we look at their transfers so far in this window they've brought in permanently Ben Rama obviously he was loaned to buy but they've got the buy clause yeah. now um, he's done quite well do you how well do you think he has adjusted to the Premier League I mean I haven't actually watched too much of him all I know is when he was at Brentford he was a great player obviously contributed a lot to their almost success of getting up to the Premier League, which is, you know, unfortunate for Matthew and everything that they didn't make up in the end. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, obviously, he was a big sort of name around the time in the summer. A lot of clubs were interested in signing him. I think West Ham did great to get the deal so they could sort of get him on loan, see how well he does. And then, obviously, he must have contributed to some of their success. Obviously, they're doing really well in the league. So they want to get him on a permanent. So I think, yeah, it's good signing. He's brought sort of a bit of maybe creativity they could have been lacking in that side. And yeah, I think, you know, overall he's done quite well, but I'm sure he's got more to show, you know. He's definitely can, I don't know, what's the word, just bring a bit more. Yeah, know? definitely. I think he's got a lot of talent. He was obviously, when he was at Brentford, before the move to West Ham, there were links with him going to Chelsea at the time, which I think were a bit over the top. 
Um, yeah. But he's definitely a really talented player. And I think when West Ham were on the other night, I can't remember who it was against. Uh, might have been Palace, actually. And he was really he was really quite good on the ball. Like a lot of, mm-hmm. he did some brilliant uh, switches across the pitch. But yeah, as you said, it's a bit of creativity. Another bit of creativity they've just brought in uh, Jesse Lingard on loan from yeah. Man United. Obviously, he wasn't getting any game time at United. Do you think this would be a good move for him? I think it's really good, yeah. Obviously, we've seen in uh, glimpses over the last couple of seasons, obviously, 17, 18, he was really good. He had a decent run in the World Cup with England as well. I think he's definitely a great player. He's obviously been shadowed. I think he's had personal issues, possibly, that might have affected him playing. And obviously, bringing in United have so much money that they can afford to buy the new best thing. So, obviously, he's been shadowed out a bit. I think a lot of our United fans will be annoyed. I know Robbie's like a little bit annoyed that he's leaving because, you know, he's someone that they've had. He's scored yeah. that great goal in the FA Cup final. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for him, obviously, going into a team like be- before you would think, oh, he's going to West Ham. is a bit of a decline because, obviously, no disrespect to West Ham fans and the team, but, you know, they weren't performing as well as they could have been in previous seasons. But now I think it's a great signing for him. Obviously, they're in a team that's playing well and it- he could prove to bring back some of his form and then maybe get a permanent transfer if he does well enough. Yeah, I was just going to touch upon that. Obviously, when the loan ends, if he could either move to West Ham permanently. Do you think, uh, as you mentioned there, Man United can go out and buy the best, the next best thing and they've done with Van der Beek, who hasn't got game time um, mm-hmm. really as much as he would have been expected to and people would have expected. Um, yeah. Do you think if he performs well when he's at West Ham, do you think he could win a spot back at United? I mean, I don't think he could personally, just because of the fact that yeah. they've got. Do you think- I don't think no matter how well he does, he will get a spot in United because obviously he, their midfield is one of their most stacked thing you've got. I mean, I know he doesn't play in all these positions, but you've got Matonamanet, Fred, Van der Beek, Pogba, Bruno, and obviously I don't think he could play out wide. He don't think he'd play out front either. So I think for the benefit of him, he's still nowhere near past the end of his career he's like 27 is he 28 something like that i think staying there and um bringing that team up higher i think that would probably be better for his career personally but you know some some united fans might want him back but i doubt that they would yeah i think there's definitely the level that west ham are at in the premier league uh definitely i think there's a level for him Mm -hmm. because they've they've had not they've not done brilliantly in previous seasons as you mentioned but they generally are a mid-table, occasional challenge for top half. If yeah, they can. it's a bit of a mixed bag. They occasionally look like it could go really badly. Yeah, and then you know they've brought it up again. So fair place then. And t- let's touch on that then. David Moyes doing a brilliant job. Uh, mm. When they, he was appointed, I think it was back in 2019, actually around December, at the end of December, mm. start of January. Do you think he would have? could have done this well. Obviously, they're sat fifth in the league and two points off Liverpool. This is, this is quite yeah, incredible. I don't, I don't think anyone would have predicted that they would have done this well. I would have thought they hoped that he would bring some solidity to the club, as in like maybe get them back into that mid-table place and then maybe they would have brought someone else in to get them pushing for Europe if that was ever a possibility. And I'm sure you know, uh, all the West Ham fans, uh, they're all elated that they're doing so well at the minute and I think obviously I'm sure even if they'd like to say they did think he was the man to take them here I'm sure that they weren't convinced that he would do this well but yeah I think fair play to him who's obviously made a few really good transfers and he's doing quite well 
And he was at the club before, I think it was before Pellegrini that he was in. Yeah. And as you mentioned there, obviously getting a bit of solidity and then, uh, you know, someone else taking over to do a lot better. And I think that was what maybe was happening at the time. They just uh, sacked Bilic, who had been at the club for mm. quite a while. Um, and then they obviously needed a bit of stability. Um, they were 18th when he took over originally and he got them 13th. So obviously yeah. done really well there and didn't have his contract renewed, which I thought was at the time, I thought it was a bit harsh because he done yeah. quite well. Um, got, I presume quite a good like unity within the strong, uh, the squad yeah. backing within the squad. But then they brought in Pellegrini and people thought, Oh, you know, maybe cause he's done really well. He was obviously at um, Man City previously that he could do this. He could do what, as you say, get them into Europe. I think first season got them 10th, which is really good. And that's what they would have hoped for is an improvement on the season before. But then when he was sacked, they were 17th and Moyes was brought back in. They finished 16th last season. Um, And his contract's up at the end of the season, David Moyes, once again. Do you think that, first of all, do you think he deserves a renewal? Or do you think, and also do you think he will get his contract renewed? I think yeah. I, if they didn't renew his contract, I'd be quite surprised personally. I mean, especially after how well they've done, the transfers that he's brought in, obviously the team has good chemistry with the manager and, you know, it's clearly there's something clicking and it's working well. So I think it'd be, it'd be strange if they didn't renew his contract. I mean, you can never write it out because you don't know how clubs make their decisions. But yeah, I definitely think he deserves the renewal and I think he probably will get it as well. Yeah, definitely the same here. I think... Obviously, it wouldn't necessarily surprise me as much if they didn't just because it's West Ham's ownership and they don't always do the thing that you would expect them to do. Yeah. Um, but then if we take a look at some outgoings they've had player-wise, they sold Sebastian Aller to Ajax for £20 million. He was brought in, I, I think it was Frankfurt or someone in the German division. Yeah, Frankfurt. He came in from. Do you think that, obviously he was quite hyped up, do you think that was definitely a disappointing signing for them? Yeah, I think he was really hotly tipped. I think he had, before he came, he had a great season with Luka Jovic at Frankfurt, who obviously then went to Real Madrid. And I think they would have expected him to be the talisman that they were looking for up front. You know, he sort of, Antonio has turned out more to be what they thought he Haller probably would have been. And I think, they how much did they sign him for? Like 30 million? Mm, it was a so I think getting... Especially after his form since they bought him, I think getting 20 million, I know it's a 10 million loss, which is not ideal for the club, but depending on like how well he's done, I do think it's not a bad bit of business there just getting him off because I don't think it was going to work. But yeah, I think maybe now they can think maybe to reinvest that money, maybe bring in a younger player, something like maybe, I don't know, I don't know if Eddie Nketiah is really the right player. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But, you know, yeah, maybe just bringing someone they know is proven to do well in the Premier League. Yeah, well, they seem to have this transfer policy that they did quite well in of signing players up from the championship, the top of the championship. They signed Jared Bowen from Hull, who's done yeah. quite well as a winger. Antonio, obviously, from Forest. Um, yeah. Ben Rama from Brentford. And I think if they were going to necessarily find a, a striking replacement, from the championship obviously you know they've got strikers in the squad but if they were to pick one up from the championship i think you'd have to look around there's maybe ivan tony the brentford yeah, striker he's I doing mean, really I, well i don't think they'd sell him just yet just because it's no, yeah. the season but he, he's definitely one of them i think also 
I don't know whether he would adapt to the level, but um, Reading, obviously they got uh, Lucas Zhao, who's done really well because oh, yeah. he's banging in goals when he's playing for them. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe with him, I don't think he he's the right level. adapt. Or I don't think yeah. He, yeah, he's the right level of like Ben Rama and, um, mm-hmm. and Bowen to necessarily get and make an impact. It might take him a while, but I don't think he could make it. I'm not entirely sure how old he is. Um I'm not actually sure. I don't but really he's keep been, up with He's been that in much. the championship for quite a while. Uh, let's just check. Luca Zhao. He is. Who is that? George? Is it? Do they have a striker called Pushkas? Pushkas, or is that? Is he a midfielder? They, uh, yeah, they have a striker, but he's he's not really as great. Luca Zhao, 27, so I think he is too old. Oh yeah, really, probably for the Premier League. He's. Obviously, you never know if Reading go up, which I would terminally hate. Um, <laughs> then he might, he would, he'd definitely stay with them because they're doing well with him. But I don't think yeah. it would be a sensible signing to bring him up. But mm-hmm. someone like that, I think, as you mentioned, Ivan Tony, maybe in a few seasons we could see him go up to a team like West Ham. Obviously, uh, Crystal Palace signed a mm-hmm. quite a good Championship player, Eze. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. Looking at their next few fixtures, um, the next game is Liverpool, which, well, I mean, their next game is Liverpool, but at the time of recording, this is Saturday, so it'll yeah. be Sunday. By the time this goes out, they will have played Liverpool. What do yeah. you expect from that game? They're obviously, they're two points behind them in the league, and Liverpool aren't doing too great. Yeah, I mean, it is a different one, difficult one to call, actually. Maybe if Liverpool didn't get uh, that result against Tottenham, I would maybe be swaying more in the side of West Ham just because of like the bad form of Liverpool, the good form of West Ham. We've also seen teams that, you know, Liverpool aren't playing well. They struggled to beat the Fulham side. They've barely scored in this year. They've got a lot of draws against teams. You'd expect them to give them a right hammering. So if it wasn't for that Tottenham game, I think I would have said that West Ham would definitely maybe have got a point from that. You can't disregard Liverpool at this stage now and they do have the team there. Obviously, they're lacking the centre-back region, mm. but don't worry, they're getting Mustafi, so that'll be all sorted for them. <laughs> they can happily take him. But yeah, I think, you know, West Ham, if they dig deep, I think they could get a draw, maybe, but I'm going to have to go with the Liverpool win, I think. Yeah, it I might think... be a bit one-sided, but you know. I think that the only positive West Ham could have a bit of hope is the fact that Matip's got the injury. Yeah. Um, so they'd have to play like Nat Phillips or whatever at centre back to cover. Um, I don't. I, it's really weird looking at Liverpool with transfer wise, considering Klopp keeps saying how they're not doing great financially as a club. But I, I struggle to believe that there, there's obviously something the owners are taking a load of money. They won the Champions yeah. League and they won the Premier League in successive seasons. Exactly. Yeah. Sold Coutinho for 150 million. Yeah. What are you doing with the money? that you can I don't win I honestly don't know because even last season they Klopp was saying oh we don't have enough budget like over the summer to bring anyone in it's like well you've just won the Premier League unless I mean, he says that but then they spend like 45 odd million on Jota how much did they spend on Thiago like was it 20 25 30 ish yeah. so you're not you're not that poor if you can afford 65 yeah. million in transfers over the summer I can understand maybe January you don't have as many fees, but still, yeah, you're like challenging for the Premier League. I don't think the owners are that poor either. 
No, and you just thought if it's Liverpool, it's not like you're their Arsenal or in like we're in our situation where buying a player and then you're maybe going to get us into a European spot. You'd think they want to win the league again. They would spend the money to get a centre back and try and go for it. You know, like it's weird that they don't want to buy anyone, even if it's like an on loan person because obviously Van Dyke's going to be coming back. They'll have yeah. Matip back. They'll have Joe Gomez back eventually. Surely getting someone in on loan is really not that difficult for someone the size Anyone. of Liverpool. Because who, which players in the world right now, obviously apart from clubs around them changing in the league, would yeah. go, oh no, I don't want to go to Liverpool. Exactly, yeah. I mean, so, they might go, they might say that because if they sign for Liverpool, yeah, they get to pay the rest of the season. But as soon as Van Dijk comes back, they're, they're overshadowed, aren't they? Yeah, but then again, if it's a loan till the yeah, end of the season... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, getting a loan yeah, is a better option. You know that there's not much chance of you getting a permanent deal, but yeah, I, I struggle to believe that the recruitment is really good at Liverpool, which is the weird bit, because you would expect them to be able to find someone somewhere willing and good enough to come and cover the defences. Yeah, definitely. Like Nat Phillips and shoving Fabinho back there and shoving Milner, who wasn't great the other night when he played there yeah so it's really confusing but this isn't a liverpool one so we'll go down this time uh the next few fixtures after liverpool aston villa fulham and then fa cup they've got manchester united Mm -hmm. but then after that sheffield united they've got tottenham and then man city so definitely the first few result uh first few games villa fulham sheffield united in the league yeah should you should, do you think we'll expect to see nine points from that? Because those are, seem like they're... Obviously, they're challenging teams, but I think West Ham, considering their level at the moment, should be able to get past them. Yeah, I think so. I think they'd, they'd want to get nine points. I was obviously, obviously want, everyone wants to get nine points, but it is really difficult this year to go out for, for us to say, yeah, they can get nine points because there's literally no way to tell right now because it's so open and teams seeming to beat teams really randomly like Newcastle just beat Everton 2-0 is such a weird yeah weird season this year so I think realistically yeah they probably would want to get nine points but it all depends and then the cup final draw with Man United either it that's a tough one for them because United are in great form or United have another Oli moment and they start declining and that could be a game for them to win you never it's literally really hard to tell right now so I think they would maybe want to get six to nine points, possibly seven, you know? Yeah, that would be, I think, ideal for them. But I'm sure Moyes is targeting the nine. Um, then, I mean, they've obviously, we're about halfway, a bit over halfway now into the season. Mm-hmm. Where do we think West Ham will finish? Because they're fifth at the moment. Looking at the table now, Aston Villa, they've got two games in hand. If they win both of them they're on equal points. So 5th to 10th really is quite open. Full gap, yeah. So where do you think they'll be this season? Do you think they'll get the top 10 finish? Uh, That's what I think they should be aiming for, yeah. Top 10 is probably their priority right now. And Europe, it's obviously maybe not their priority, but it's something that if they keep their form up, the players might start to believe that they could do it, you know? And I think that would be a great step forward for the club, getting them back in playing European football for probably a long time. I can't really remember the last time they were in it. Sorry about that. But um, yeah, I think it's probably top 10 is where they want to be, but Europe is their, probably their highest ambition. Well, I think Europe must have been the, the season after uh, Payet's first because they did quite well there. Oh, yeah. 
Um, oh, right, yeah. But yeah, if they're looking at Europe, around sixth and seventh, depending on the FA Cup winners, can get mm-hmm. Europa League. So yeah. it's really, really tough considering the competition, as you've mentioned. I think. And then isn't it like up below sixth and seventh? Isn't it like, can you get into the qualifier, like preliminary qualifying rounds against th- Europa League? Something, I think it's seventh is like the the qualifiers and then sixth is but that all depends on like fa cup because i think if then no one wins the fa cup they're in fifth then it's yeah the qualifiers um, oh, right. but the top 10 is really challenging at the moment chelsea arsenal are in there tottenham are in there everton are in there i think it's probably going to be really tough for them for this second half of the season but i think maybe seventh is where they'll end up in the end i think they're doing they're doing really well. Oh, I think even a top 10 finish is, I mean, that's yeah. totally acceptable for West Ham fans. They wouldn't have expected it maybe this season. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, that's Moyes, a good... Yeah, go ahead. Good. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that. Obviously, last season, was it like 17th they finished? 16th? Uh, so, 16th, yeah. If I was going to give an honest prediction about where they finish, I would think I would go... Eighth, but ninth to be safe. So I think I'll say ninth because I think you, you I, with Tuchel under Chelsea, the quality they have, I don't think you can write that out. Mm. I mean, I, I might be being a little bit biased, not biased, but like, you know, it, it's a big six team. They're going to get in the high positions and everything. But like, I think with the, the team is obviously better than West Ham's. So I think I, I would say eighth or ninth. Yeah, I think that would be where they'd be aiming for. Yeah, so Moyes uh, and his West Ham team flying high. Uh, Thank you for watching the video. Make sure to like and subscribe and make sure to turn the notification bell on to keep up to date with new content. And let us know. uh, Yeah, let us know um, (laughs) what you think uh, about West Ham and whether they'll finish in the league, either in the comments, DM us on Instagram, whatever you want. Uh, Thank you for listening. That was The Final Whistle.